Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm Creelan Peters, your host. And today I welcome guest Diane Young-Sussman to the show. And before I bring Diane on the line, I just want to tell you a little bit more about her. Diane is a transformational life coach and energy healer who works with women's empowerment by helping them prepare for the spotlight. Her work in the Alexander Technique for the last 25 years prepares her in this unique venue for claiming the most powerful presence and calm abiding when sharing their work with audiences from one to thousands. Diane believes that the very best way to become better known in business is through being visible and making a splash publicly. But many women are reticent to get out more because of their inner feelings of not worthy or not ready yet. She dispels the fears women often have about their inner game by helping to organize systematically all of the aspects of marketing and sales from the inside out. Her new book, Step Up and Shine, shows a step-by-step easy path to delivering one's message in an easeful and powerful way. So welcome, Diane, to the Jam Sessions. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yes, and I'm so excited. I love all these things in your in your bio that I just read to everyone. The whole idea of like not worthy, not like how many have <laughs> of us have felt that? I've got two hands raised. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited to talk <laughs> with you and to learn more because your message really really um speaks to me. So tell my audience a little bit more about your story and how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Oh, what a great question. Well, you know, my my story goes back to really my dance life. I was a dancer in New York City and had to perform. I, I was one who had quite a bit of stage fright in uh, in all those years. And if I hadn't gotten out of my own damn way then, <laughs> I would not have been a choreographer and a dancer. So I had to really greet that side of my Uh, that I was not very pleased with, and I think I pushed down quite a bit also in the beginning. I didn't really want other people to know that, you know, I I was very nervous to go out on stage and perform. But the one thing about being in the body is that, you know, once you're really out there and you're remembering your work and really breathing and feeling the energy of it, there's a a kind of a newfound energy. energy it's it's pure energy that starts moving and driving through the body so i ended up really loving performing after you know after i got through that part of it but being kind of an introvert you know i i loved expressing myself through dance but i really didn't feel that comfortable being in front of a group of people mm-hmm. and speaking about myself maybe um you know, even teaching. So there were there were stumbling blocks all the, along the way for me, where I had to just keep working with the energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been really interested in the topic of you know feeling grounded, feeling comfortable, 
and really being being able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. when you're speaking, uh, which is, you know, what will happen is we'll go so far back in ourselves that we'll put a mask on or we'll, you know, not really be authentic because we're just nervous. And mm-hmm. what what is that dance between feeling confident enough in your own being and really being able to share your message. So there's like a bridge there that that I'm hoping to be able to help my clients work through in the same way that I did. That's beautiful. I'm like taking furious notes as you're talking because I just see so many parallels with the work that you do and the work that I do. I'm a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. And I incorporate a lot of that into certain types of my work. I just um, actually did a couple uh, workshops last week. Um, and so I, I love getting to sing and to get people to, to do um, sound music, songwriting stuff uh, for healing. And the, that process that you talk about, about the grounding and being in the body is crucial. Oh, yes. <laughs> It really yeah. is, and so I talk a lot about that as well, and, and I mm. I just, I love how you talked about the dance of being comfortable and being able to share your message and the, and the gap in there, because I just, I totally relate to that as far as that performance aspect and being able to, to bring who you are and your message while being in front of other people and being vulnerable, so I love that. Mm. And and what I'm thinking as you're speaking is that it's so much about creativity. Mm-hmm. We you know we often will say, oh, you have to get your message out there, but the message itself comes through your soul energy, your your voice, your you know your dance, your music, whatever it is that you're bringing forward. And we I think we leave it behind a little bit because we have an, an idea of how we should be. Mm-hmm. Once we have gotten, especially when we when we have to speak to more than one person, if we have to prepare something for a group, and so getting back and and really anchoring in our creativity to me is such an important thing, and and it's 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 what's going to keep that aliveness going too. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I do I do an annual creativity and wellness summit, and we talk a lot about. Um, the definition of creativity and how it's available to everybody and how everyone is creative and I think I think we're speaking the same language here, Diane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I know. Me too. It, it is. It's just so exciting because there is there's something about being in front of people and as soon I know for me as soon as I was able to find out how to let go of the fear of being vulnerable. And I did that through, you know, studying and, and learning improvisational techniques for songwriting, but that, that opened the door for me on how to be a better speaker and a better healer and I think a better dater and a better human. <laughs> the art of improv and just going with the flow. And that's why, and I, and I, I don't know if my, a whole audience knows this, but these these interviews are completely improvised. We don't have a script in front of us. We're not, you know, trying to touch on anything specific. They're all very organic, and I and I did that for a reason because I love that thinking on our feet, that exchange of energy, and how it just the conversation just goes where it needs to go. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. 
Yeah. So tell me more about your process then for getting grounded. I read the Alexander Technique. I know a little bit about that, but not Mm -hmm. a ton, and I don't know that my audience knows, so I'm guessing that's part of it. So you want to explain a little bit about that? Yes. Well, the Alexander Technique is a very gentle, hands-on method. It's 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 there as an educational method, not as a massage or a therapeutic model. So what we do with our students, either one-on-one or in a group, is the teacher starts to uh, really help them focus on um, becoming more aware of themselves. Mm-hmm. It could be body, but it's always body-mind. We, we can never separate the physical from mm-hmm. the psychological, so it's you as a whole person that really comes to the lesson. And then there's a process that, that you're learning as an Alexander student, which is to become more aware of those patterns and tensions that you hold habitually that you would love to get rid of. And, and sometimes we don't even know that we're carrying ourselves in those very held, you know, lack of breathing ways. Mm-hmm. So the technique itself is really meant to bring you back to kind of the whole of you in in your being, in your groundedness, and then starting to, it's, it's almost like an unwinding process where you feel more free, your movement starts to become better coordinated, and, you know, you, you stand tall, if you will, but it's not kind of a rigid pose. Um, sometimes the rigidity that we hold ourselves with is as much of a problem as slumping and, you know, and creating uh, downward pulls on our body. So we work very much with the body, but then what, where it expands outward is to become more familiar with and aware of how you're actually responding to the stimulus that is taking place in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a very simple example is if like a a car backfires and your whole body goes into that startle pattern. Mm-hmm. But we're in startle, you know, many, many times in a day. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have, you know, grown to call stress, that we're holding a certain level of contraction and stress, which is going to affect your breathing. It's going to make you feel uncomfortable especially if you're in front of other people, but it's going to make you feel uncomfortable in your own body. Mm-hmm. So what are what are the ways that we can greet that stimulus in a new way that's going to keep you very open and expanded and calm and being able to respond to that stimulus in a in a very effective way. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We speak the same language for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I totally understand what you're saying, that, that mind-body connection. I do so many grounding skills techniques with my clients through mindfulness and breathing mm-hmm. and um, things that I've developed, too, as far as combining um, sound and mindfulness practice and, and some NLP strategies as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, and and I, I'm going to guess, but you correct me if I'm wrong, but just based on the, the little time we've already chatted here, 
that um, you're, you might be like me, and I, I sense other people's energy. I'm definitely an empath, and so when I'm doing work, and it doesn't matter what I'm speaking on or if I'm singing, um, I can feel other people's nervous energy. Yeah. And so I, I've learned how to distinguish theirs from mine, and so I always do grounding work before I get on the stage, but I typically have to do more grounding work once I'm there because other people's energy affects me. And so... Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. So, so I, and, but and I, oh, go ahead. I'm just thinking, you know, we use the word grounding, but what are we doing when we're grounding? We're just, right. we're just connecting. I mean, our little piece of heaven is right under our feet. And, you know, it will hold on for dear life with all kinds of tension, but if you can just relax into it, you know, like any plant, like any organic being, we're really meant to be free. So mm-hmm. it's just getting us back to, you know, what nature um, created, which is, you know, a beautifully designed human form that loves to express. So, you know, sometimes when I think about, oh, I, I'm out of body right now, I'm, I'm nervous, I better ground myself, and I'm like, oh, well, how do you do that? Well, just take a few breaths and feel your feet on the floor. You know, yes. it could be so simple. It can be simple. But you're right. And I think what happens um, when someone gets on stage as the speaker and all eyes are on them will freeze that way, too. So it's another way of of becoming ungrounded that suddenly there's so much energy coming to you. It's not always their discomfort. It could be their criticism that you're worried about, but... Or the, the potential, you know, concern that you're not going to be good enough or not prepared enough. All of those psychological things that are also in the mix. But the, the, the truth is, if you can just find a way in the moment to let that go, then this is something that I really feel that I'm very good at helping people with is you'll start to change their energy, their desire to listen to you changes Mm -hmm. without their own walls up. And that's what you were just describing, that you can feel somebody else's ungrounded energy. Mm -hmm. It's a way of, of just helping them, you know, take down their barriers too. If you're, if you're just open. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's amazing for me because I, I don't like people to open their mouths to do any of the work that we're going to do until I can feel the shift in the energy. Mm -hmm. So I will do grounding work with them, breathing, Mm -hmm. mostly Mm -hmm. breathing, um, feet flat on the floor. Like you said, I even encourage people to take their shoes off if they want, but, um, Mm -hmm. because I, I love doing work, that work without shoes. But, but yeah, I do. I feel that shift. And then I can feel it rise at certain points, but and then I'll just use my intuition on like, do we need to do more grounding work? Can we just do a couple deep breaths? You know, whatever. And um, just again, improv, go with the flow kind of stuff. But it's it's amazing when I, I can feel people letting go and moving into the moment, and and then to see or to hear actually what transpires with that, and but also to see it and to feel the shift. It's it's amazing. But what what I've learned, and it sounds like. Um, you very much have too, is that this is the basic work for every other healing 
type of work that we need to do is we get so disconnected from our body and then we're just kind of like a spirit flying around without <laughs> and it's um so i i love teaching my clients too about the importance um of of getting grounded of getting back into the body because it's so important with any healing work that we do mm, so well said yeah so tell me more about about your journey. I mean, you started with this this dance. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like a dancer in New York City and how you've really learned how to deal with your stage, right? And I totally relate to that. Um and and I know that my audience can relate to those those moments of fear of moving forward and and getting in our own damn way. So so tell me more about kind of what what happened after that. Well, um, one of the, I did not have my fear under control <laughs> while I was um, dancing, and I found the Alexander technique. So, you know, this was a really big thing for me. It, I entered into the three-year training program, and uh, it was just a phenomenal experience from beginning mm-hmm. to end. And then I even became a faculty member at our school for many, many years. Uh, that's how valuable and important that work was to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my interest in even moving further uh, with the work, I think, is around coaching other women. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is not teaching Alexander Technique to them, but, you know, what, is, what would you like your vis- your business to look like what is your vision for how you could move forward what are the possibilities that are available to you that you're not using because you don't feel grounded or you don't feel like you could do what it takes to get on stage and be more visible and be more of a leader Mm-hmm. Um, so there, you know, I had to do that for myself too. I think we all, <laughs> we yeah. all, learn, you know, <laughs> teach what we need to learn because that that bridge for me is, you know, like where I've been going in the last five or six years when I decided to become a spiritual life coach and and see how we can really move beyond our limits. And those limitations are so internal, usually. Mm-hmm. It's those inner feelings of, you know, I don't know, guilt maybe, or fear, or shame, or, you know, there's so many hidden things that are not even ours half the time. They're, thing, they're feelings and experiences that we took on as little children mm-hmm. in order to to belong, and the, all of those things have to be um, unraveled in some way, and they can be done through creative processes too. They can be done in groups, in movement, and you know, and healing kind of venues like you're describing the work that you do. But um, th- there's just so many inroads into doing that work, but it needs to be done. And then as we do that, as we release and as we heal from those, those, um, those limit, they're just thoughts, they're limitations that we have, they're excuses that we have really to not 
you know, come more fully present to who we truly are. And, you know, if, if we can, if we can reach into that place and make those shifts, uh, however we make them, and that's, you know, whether you do it through meditation or journaling or, you know, more of this creative work that you're describing or coaching, uh, one-on-one coaching is a really good way to do that. Um, that, being willing to participate in that unknown territory that feels so big and so unknown and scary and really being willing to just see what happens. And very, very often what happens is we drop down into our heart space. We drop down into some place in us that, you know, has always been wise and always known and, you know, always listened to our guidance and always able to 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 know what the next step is in our in our life process. And that's whether it's just you know, our consciousness and our personal development or our business. And I just love it when when women are willing to, you know, to, to have it all, to, to do both of those things. <laughs> it's it's so. true because what you're describing, I mean, it's, it, it's amazing. It's like, it's like making the decision. And there are things um, as coaches and healers that we all cut. There's these, a lot of themes. So you can imagine in, in the work that I do, I talk with a lot of spiritual healers, a lot of coaches, a lot of therapists, a lot of people who are in the healing realm, mm-hmm. and our processes are so similar in helping clients identify, um, but but the modalities, the, the ways we help our clients through different techniques, the Alexander Technique, movement, songwriting, um Mindfulness. There's so many different techniques, and not everyone will connect with a specific technique. Um, but people connect. What I find is they connect more to the healer and mm-hmm. and their story and how they present themselves and their their soul. And and so that's why I love presenting all of these you know different people to my tribe. You know because it's we all connect to things differently but the the processes are so similar and and I, I I love how you were talking about that you know once once we kind of make that decision to release it then then I feel like the healer or the technique will show up uh mm-hmm. to help us in in guiding us through that um but also you were talking a lot about the intuitive piece of that and how once we can start clearing that away then we can then what we're really doing is clearing away the crap <laughs> <laughs> that gets in our way so that we can really listen to guidance. And whether you call that divine guidance or intuition or or whatever you call it, but we all kind of know what that is to be there, and we also know what it's like to, to be um, disconnected from it as well. And I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of our pain comes from. Mm, I totally agree with that. And that disconnection to, you know, I'm using this, public speaking as a venue, the the disconnect is kind of an energetic shutdown Mm -hmm. and you lose your audience when that happens. They they know that you've gone somewhere into your head or, you know, you're not really able to make that energetic connection with them. So, you know, coming back, I call it coming back down into the heart, but you know it goes all the way into the earth. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not just the heart, it's through the whole of us and, you know, the... 
that all of that support comes right back. So yeah, I find yeah. I, I'm finding that things are easier and more beautiful than I ever thought mm-hmm. they could be in terms of, you know, designing a business and getting your work out more. They don't have to be as scary and complicated <laughs> as I certainly have made them over the years. Guilty, uh, <laughs> <be>, yeah. <laughs> and, that, you know, that's so delicious. And I, I think that's, in a way, that's where, I think that's where business is even going in the future, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that we can we can we can work that way. We can market that way. We can connect that way. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like the old models and paradigms that, you know, that we that we thought were the only ones available in the past. It is. And, you know, as you're talking, it just brings up a lot for me. Um, in the childhood I grew up in, the me- one of the messages that I got that I turned into belief that I had to work very hard to break Interesting choice of words, and you'll see in a minute. Um, but the message was, life is hard. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started to let go of some of the resistance about things looking exactly the way that I want them to look or um, things coming to me in the time frame that I want them to come, and I just started putting out my my wishes to the universe, like this is my intention, this is what I would like to create. As soon as I started changing my language about that, and then I started to notice what a a powerful manifester I am, and that was scary as crap, I have to say, because, Mm. you know, you got to be careful what you wish for. Um, (laughs) And I manifested myself out of a job. I got laid off because I'm like, I'm going to give this a year and then I'm going to start my business. (laughs) The universe said, okay. <laughs> We're hearing you. <laughs> so that's that's one example. But, yeah, but it's it's amazing how, you know, for me, um, what I've noticed, too, is is the more resistance we can remove. So it's, it's about that constant connection, constantly getting reconnected to source or our intuition or our body even, you know, having that mind-body-spirit connection. And things do come more easily. And and I think it's because of that shift in our thinking of, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. And for me, the harder it is, like, I don't want to do that. You know, if it's always hard, I mean, come on, I'm a, I'm a workaholic or recovering workaholic, whatever you want to call me. I can put in the work. It's just, do I want to put in the work to something that is feeling good. And a lot of us don't get that message when we're growing up, when we're young, that, it's supposed to be easy. So let us tell you now, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it is it not is. supposed to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, we could, you know, if you're divinely inspired by something and all your creativity and passion is going there, you hours will go by. You will have been working long hours mm-hmm. sometimes, and it won't feel like work. Because you're right. just completely absorbed in the creation. And I certainly remember that from my years of choreographing. You know, it was just such a passion. But I think that what, whatever we choose as life goes on, um, that, you know, that excitement can, can still be there. That passion mm-hmm. can be there. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. How juicy. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love that that idea of being in ease and 
and being connected. What wonderful messages that you have to share with us today. Mm, thank you. Yeah. So we are, uh, if you can believe it, almost out of time. <laughs> <laughs> But, I, but, but I know I can't believe. Before we wrap up, I want you to talk a little bit more about your book too, because okay. I, I I love authors. I'm an author, so I totally am like, oh, tell us about your baby. <laughs> it is my baby, and uh, this book uh, came uh, slowly at first, but I did have this idea to write because I had so much in my mind about you know, the kind of things that we're talking about today. And I started writing this book about a year ago. I just put it up on Amazon.com. And <laughs> thank you. And uh, it is it is really about going inside first to come back out with your with your vision and your message. Mm-hmm. And I work with um, it's called Step Up and Shine, Power and Presence in Action. Mm-hmm. And the action has to be there, but so does the aligned presence. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, work with both of those things. And that's where your 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 empowerment comes from. So um, in the book I have basically seven chapters and uh they go through very step by step where where you want to begin it's called the first chapter is called start where you are <laughs> begin with where you are yeah. and then uh we work through uh and you know beginning where you are is a little bit more challenging than one might think. Because, <laughs> I know, laugh because I know how challenging that can be. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's it's kind of twofold or it's two faced, which is which is that we we don't want to have to take responsibility with what we've created because that includes all of that victim that we you know that we want to release and all of that you know, desire to be acknowledged. And so doing things for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. um, that's also just, you know, staying, really becoming becoming grounded and being willing to see where you are right now and what you want. And, the, you know, the, the focus is really on what is it that I really, really want in my life? What do I want to move forward to? So I I figured that that was like the beginning. That's the grounding piece. And then um, after that, we work a lot with what I call radical self-care and Mm -hmm. energy management principles. I even have a whole chapter on decluttering and organizing (laughs) so that, you know, okay, we're ready to roll up our sleeves now. What's in the way there? And it could even be my desk and my email is too cluttered. I can't get the job done. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't I can't find my way into what the next right, simple, best action is. So that's, you know, that decluttering piece to me is very exciting and something that I think a lot about, um, both in, you know, internal in your time management, but also mm-hmm. in your environment. And it's really there also to create more beauty in your life so that you're already happy even as you're beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're already at peace within yourself even as you're beginning. And then uh, the last few chapters uh, are about 
stepping up on stage. And that's where I talked about stage fright and some of my own story about getting through stage fright. And, um, and and really, you know, have, giving some real tips and tools about how you can be in the moment in those moments right before you go on stage. So that, and as we were talking at the beginning, so that you can really just be there in all of your all of your beingness, all of your vulnerability, mm-hmm. all of your all that you have to bring to the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh so that's basically my book. And, Yay. Uh, <laughs> well, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. How can people get in touch with you and uh get a copy of your book if they would like to do that? Well, you could go to my website, which is called soulconnectioncoaching.com and let's do forward slash book resources one word book resources and that's going to um take you to a link where i'm i'm gifting people um, all of you on the call with um these four audios that i actually created for my book as as people were reading the book and uh, I'd love to offer those downloads. They're very short, maybe uh, 10 minutes each, little meditations and activations. And then uh, my book is for sale on Amazon.com. So that would be a, um, another option to just go buy the book. <laughs> Great. So, And it is called Step Up and Shine. Mm-hmm. Power and Presence in Action. Thank you. Yes, I didn't have that one written down. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. So, thank you so much for sharing um, a little bit of uh, a little a little snippet of your story, Diane, and, mm. and how we can um, ground and manifest and be creative and get out of our own damn way. So, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. This was just really wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes, it was very wonderful. And thank you, all my wonderful guests. Um, and listeners out there for listening and uh, be sure to stay tuned for more powerful people sharing their powerful stories about how they've gotten out of their own damn way thanks so much for listening you've been listening to the get out of your own damn way jam sessions with Creelan Peters join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash get out of your way interviews That's www.krylyn.com slash get out of your way interviews. Thanks for tuning in.